Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code RESTING2XPOD. Again, the code RESTING2XPOD. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin, who created... I said, give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zeta Zang. Hey, everyone. This is Jeff Cobb. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. Hey, this is TJP, the Phil and Flash, and you are listening to Stan, Ro, Chino, and Camos on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> are listening to and watching the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C. Romoran and Chino Liao joining you on 917 Day. So as my friends natin do sa telco company na yun, shout out din sa inyo. Pa- Paolo na kayo ng wifi dyan. <laughs> Oo nga, uh, Paolo na reward point. Hindi tayo artista eh. Hindi tayo, hindi maabot ng 33,000 yung streams natin eh. Hindi tayo sila isa soberano eh. Hindi tayo sila sa Padilla. Wala tayong panalo guys. Kahit anong tweet natin, wala tayong panalo But we're making do. Making do with whatever internet we can get uh, from wherever we're at. Kami ni Chino nasa Metro Manila. Ro is back in Laguna. Uh, but we're bringing you the wrestling news this week. So if you're late to the party... We're doing things differently dito sa Wrestling Wrestling Podcast starting this week. So we're bringing you two episodes now every week. The first episode natin, which goes up on Spotify on Wednesday, uh, or you know whenever we get the interview done, it's going to be an interview with a guest. And then the second episode natin, which is live dito sa Facebook and on Kumu, yun yung wrestling talk natin, where we break down all the news that uh, happened this week. All right? So yung guest natin for this week... Uh, sina Gab, Dindin, and Darius of Parok and Edgar. That episode is already up on Spotify, so please download it, stream what it. What a fun episode. Sobrang enjoy. Si Chino, dami yung questions about the music. Ako, dami kong questions about the order taker. So, yun. Uh, sobrang generous sa Manila sa time at sa pagkwento. And then next week, on the exclusive audio-only version, let's let's uh, tell you already. We've got Fala Ba of Impact Wrestling. Hey. Fala Ba, TJP's tag team partner, will be joining us. Uh, I got to exchange a few messages with him on Instagram this week. And super excited siya to, te- uh, to tell us about his story as a Pinoy growing up in the U.S. and breaking in to the wrestling industry over there. All right? So um, now that we've given you a teaser of what to expect from the audio-only version, let's get to the news. Because we didn't last week. It's late. Na nga eh. So let's start off with Miro being the best man and now being on All Elite Wrestling. So yeah, he pulled one over on us by saying, originally saying that he's about to wrestling. He said he was going to be a video game streamer, uh, like many of us now <laughs> during the quarantine. But now 
He is the best man. He has been in talks, apparently, uh, for quite a while. So he's been hiding it out from all of us. Now he's been talking to AEW. Impact apparently reached out to him, but he didn't want to go to Impact. He wanted to go to AEW. And it's a pretty good deal. Uh, long-term deal with AEW. And he is allowed to wrestle in Japan for NJPW. Just not for uh, NJPW in the U.S. So not no... Uh, uh, no comp- no competing U.S. shows, but uh, abroad. I think it's no competing U.S. shows that appear on TV. I think that's no, I think, I think um, talagang nothing in the U.S. Okay. I, I must have read something different. Yeah. So I don't call no TV lang, but pag indie also pwede. But anyway. I doubt he'll be going for the indie shows. Yeah, but, yeah okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's He's not going to do a house show for some company, it's an armory or whatever. But then, again, you know, still has that option. Um, I like how he pulled one over on us, but then again, I've always said this was work. <laughs> the smart glasses are always on. Which is why when news came out that Nero refuses to work with one pack, uh, if he does make his way back to AEW soil, uh, it's also hard, kind of hard to believe because he also said it on the same Twitch stream, he announced his retirement from wrestling. So, Pam, where, where, what do you believe? And for me once, Miro, for me once. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, naman kasi yung mga Twitch streams out of kayfabe na yun, especially with the news that came out na uh, yung mga WWE wrestlers who are on Twitch or on Cameo or whatever third-party content provider, they have to be using their real name. So parang, in a way, nakakaroon na ng distinction and now when they're appearing on these platforms, every, uh, kayfabe is gone. Kayfabe is out the window. So I guess reasonable pa rin for people like us to think na because Rusev or Miro said on his Twitch na, oh, di na wrestling video game uh, streamer na lang ako. You know, uh, we believed it. But I guess it's a, it's a good way to remind us that even in the, uh, the reality era, as we like to call in current era, or in the pandemic era, nagogoyo pa rin tayo ng mga wrestlers. So I, I think it's a pleasant surprise. Ahadaman, I would have supported him no matter what he did. Like, if he really wanted to go uh, be a streamer or be a wrestler somewhere else, I would have been happy for him. They say, at this point, would you really uh, withhold someone's happiness in a time like this? So I'm glad to see, though, what he is... Uh, what he is gonna do in AEW? I just wasn't a fan. I wasn't a big fan of the uh, AEW introduction promo where he shits on uh, WWE as fast job. Even though he has every right to, you know, take a dump on on Vince McMahon and WWE because of you know because of the way he was treated. Um, I just think it's always a bad look because everyone who comes into AEW or wherever else have you. If you come from WWE and that's what you say the first time you get a mic. Um, it kind of is cliche at this point. So I wish he just left it off uh, entirely. But hey, uh, I think he said that he was not going to talk about it anymore. Uh, moving forward, whatever story he has yep. with Kip Sabian, that's what he's going to focus on. So I'm glad for that. Yeah, bachelor party na pagtutunan niya ng pansin. Yeah, he's not just a best man. He's the best man. No, so he's the best let's man. See, let's see where he takes this gimmick. Yeah, may continuity pa rin kasi diba nung nasa WWE siya, yung isa sa mga catchphrase for, for a while was Rusev is the best, Rusev number one, and then Lana is the best, Lana number one. So taking that word best and then bringing it to AEW, it was a nice way of uh, continuing that little gimmick that he had 
back in WWE. Uh, yes. Say what's up to Carlo Lazada over on the Facebook live stream. Thanks for joining us, man. Appreciate it. Say what's uh, up to Prince RJC who sent the halo halo over. Hey. Oy, salamat. Hey. Salamat, salamat. Also, Rach McDonald's are sending over a halo halo earlier in Oy, the stream. Thank you. thank you, thank you, thank you. What's the 50 combo ni dance? Oy, di lahat merong ano, di lahat merong banker budget. Si Lance kasi, baka, may budget pa halo-halo, may budget pa pang PS5. Oh, that's true, that's true. Wait, did he get a PS5? <laughs> Wala pa, di pa naman released eh. Pero alam na natin yung budget, yung halaga niya. $500. Pre-orders are open for the PS5. Yes, pre-orders are open. Yeah, so mga 24K sa pera natin yung, ano, yung uh, premium edition. And then yung digital only edition is like $400. Mga, what, 19,000 pesos? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to the uh, third-party ban. Uh, follow up to what we talked about last week that the WWE uh, issued a memo to its superstars telling them that uh, they could supposedly no longer stream on Twitch or Cameo and make money out of that. Now that now we know that as long as they don't use their names as WWE superstars, that's why a lot of them reverted to their uh, their shoot names, their legal names, and apparently. Uh, this has been in the works even before the pandemic hit. So even after two weeks, hindi pa rin siya final kung ano talaga yung details. Very vague pa rin siya. And now, all the other promotions like AEW, Impact, ROH, they're pouncing on it by telling their talent na, sige kayo, kung gusto yung mag-twitch para kumita kayo na extra, go lang, sumideline kayo. So it's really a bad look on WWE and a great look for everybody else for looking progressive. Yeah, uh, apparently, um, na, before COVID, and it so happened that COVID happened and he got delayed, and then this happened. So he looks really bad. He looks really stupid by being uh, the dinosaur who doesn't want his talents to get over and make some more money, um, you know, on the side. Uh, it's really you know, not a good look, especially when uh, talent is apparently getting not as much money. From uh, not having enough live events and stuff like that, so talagang uh, bad luck for Vince. Chino, your thoughts on this? Uh, yeah, whatever. Like we've already <laughs> no, we've already talked about this. Yeah, yeah he's right. We've okay. already no, talked no, about. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's like no sense in repeating what you guys just said. Sige, sige. No, no, uh, tama naman. Uh, follow up na lang natin to with more news about yung business side ng WWE. So, uh, news came out this week that yung mga main roster call-ups like Keith Lee, uh, they're still making way less money than the main roster talent. So, nag-discuss sila ng new contracts pero hindi in-offer. So, as of right now, uh, somebody like Keith Lee is still making NXT money, which again, is not as much as main roster money. And add to that, nah, there were a couple of other people who were let go over the past week, including Jerry Briscoe, who's been with WWE for the better part of over three decades. And he made that announcement on Twitter just this past week. Yeah, uh, considering that this company is the most uh, most rich in the wrestling industry right now, uh, even without their uh, house shows, even without their main sources of income without the ticket sales and all that you would think that they would have enough to keep everyone afloat but as we saw back in april and as we see now uh they're just not about you know spending all that money to keep their employees happy so i don't know what's going on here if i were someone like keith lee if this is true main roster quote unquote money then i don't know what i'm doing here really 
I'm fe- feeling ko I'm uh, pinapaasa lang ako. Uh, I wouldn't know how long if I were them I would pay Keith Lee as as fast as I could because he is immediately in the world title scene he's in that WWE championship scene uh, I wouldn't put a guy there if you can't pay him the main roster the main event money even diba? so but for all we know Keith Lee might just be biding his time in mm-hmm. WWE he might as well be happy returning to NXT if that's where everything takes him but he might be satisfied with the exposure he's getting, which he won't be able to get anywhere else. Yes, money is important, but then if he does leave the WWE this early in this um, very tumultuous, very un- very unsteady uh, time, then he is cutting himself off from a lot of opportunities. And he people on the roster who are getting shortchanged also uh, see that while they are getting shortchanged, they're also appearing on TV, on international TV. And, I mean, who else does that? AEW? That's it, <laughs> So, man, I'm pros and cons. I'm not defending the WWE for this. I'm just stating that while there are issues being raised, there's still some good to come of it. Good, uh, like the Lechon sent by Hey Chuck. Oh, yeah, he's with Hey Chuck. Hey Chuck, he also just followed us. Thank Hope you, he thank you. Us on here, but yes, thanks. That's man. it. Really interesting yep. take coming from you, Chino, because it sounds like the take of a Chinese Tito. You know, like when you're a young, when you're a young professional and you're whining about uh, your career, mo ngayon, oh, I don't think I'm making enough money, or I don't think my company is treating me right. And then I come to you, Uncle Chino, and then I ask for your advice, right? Expecting you to be the cool tito, and then the, the way you responded is basically how I re- expect uh, Chino Tito to respond. Not no, not not a boomer, naman, not necessarily. So ah, also a boomer. Well, you should person, do that. <laughs> did the old person do something to you? No, I mean, uh, I mean, okay, like if you were, say, an impact wrestling who barely gets by, right? But you are the richest wrestling company in the world. Uh, you're not even an NJPW where you the talents are only making just enough. Uh, not enough to stop them from going to WWE, right? So you have money to spare. People, uh, the coffers have enough cash to last you until uh, the virus is gone, I'm assuming. So I don't know why they can't spend just a little more for their talent who was working very hard for them, despite the fact that they should be staying home to stay safe. Yeah, uh, the financial reports earlier this year that WWE didn't even need to go through Black Wednesday to cut all those people, to furlough all those employees and talents to stay in the black. But technically, even if they didn't let all those people go, my profit pa rin sila. Uh, what yung, yung nila no Black Wednesday was really to increase lang yung margins, which again, is not a good look for that company. Yeah, that's not a good moral look. But uh, yeah, yeah moral it was bad <laughs> financially, however, which is again. I mean, it's a business. Though, but like, hey, he'll take. Oh my God, hot take from China now. Financially, <laughs> the bottom line is always important. <laughs> Chinese, so gets business, business, business. 
Is it bad? Sure, it's bad. Everybody lost their job, diba? But then if you're going to be the guys who just walk away because they aren't getting a new deal, a better deal, a deal that they think they deserve during a time where people don't have jobs. <laughs> so so it's it parang parang nag-resign sa kita ng pandemic basically. No, I would I would ask you, I would ask you would you uh, accept the purse you would be getting if you were still like a relative unknown? If you were now main eventing uh, back in the mid, early to mid 2000s? During the pandemic? Like right now? Yeah, sure. during the pandemic, yeah. Sure. sure. Seriously? Hey. you were main eventing top rank card? Yeah, I understand. Not everybody. Okay, fine. We're, 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 I'm comparing the WWE to a company now with a pera. Sure. But what I'm saying is, pag, pag mitrabaho ka, now, in a pandemic, when you have a job, when everybody else doesn't have a job, isn't that at least something to be grateful for? It is. <laughs> That's rough. I would, wa- I would not want to be working for you. <laughs> no, it is. No, you know, my point ka naman. Kasi like, oh, oh I, I understand it, diba? As a freelancer, and you know this, freelancer ka din to an extent, diba? Gets ko to. Pero sinasabi ko rin na as a freelancer, dapat alam din natin yung value natin. Okay. Na if you know you're worth X, huwag kang papayag na, oh, XD lang babayad sa'yo. Gets that's more true. GC lang yung ibabayad sa'yo. That's true. I, I think that's, uh, um, what we're actually providing two different perspectives here. So we're gonna leave it to the listeners and the viewers. Let us know what you think. Kasi there's really so many ways you can go about this. It depends on your priorities. Like in Chino's uh, case, he prioritizes yung stability and being able to put food on the table no matter if uh, you have to take a bit of a pay cut in the time of the pandemic, whereas yung pinagagalingan namin ni Ro is, yeah, that's great, but uh, you also have to know your worth and you have to be paid what you think you deserve. And you have to be able to fight yeah. for that to some extent. All right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, look at this cute person listening to this podcast. Oh. Right? So cute, grave. Good job to your parents, ha? By the way, this is Jam. And this is Dapsky. You like podcasts, right? Check ours out. We talk about... Henry Cavill. Oh yeah. Local music. Overthrowing evil overlords. Butts. Space. Witches. Space witches. Denial. Cats. Dogs. Cats and dogs. So if that floats your boat... Or flies your spaceship... Check it out online and join us at Local Locus PH everywhere on social media. Sorry, Podcast Network Asia. <laughs> but we, oh, well. guys, we forgot to mention Jerry, uh, Jerry Briscoe was one of the oh, yeah, people yeah. caught. And I just want to, I just want to say, okay, so uh, I just want to say that out of all the this this negative and this doo doo that we've been through with regards to Black Wednesday, etc., Jerry Briscoe has got to be one of the most dignified um, firings I've ever seen in a while uh, because of this Twitter video that he posted earlier today. I think it was earlier today or late I'm last night. Wherein he <laughs> he basically played the old grandpa card where he, <laughs> said, where he was going, he was doing a, a announcement on Twitter on video and, and he said that he was thanking all these people who helped him along the way. He was also announcing that he was going to be doing this big thing 
But then, as he was about to say that, naputo yung video. <laughs> so, bang lolo boobs talaga. Sin so, bang lolo boobs talaga yan. Parang katawa. Sin parang so, bang, so, bang, how does this thing work? Uh, um, my wife has a Samsung, so I don't know how to use it. I have to borrow her phone. Parang so, bang lolo boobs talaga. Parang katawa. It's like, and then, he, and then he starts going on an old man rant about how he slept with a lot of women. Right? Like, so, Fuck. Yeah, it's so funny. So relevant. <laughs> yeah. So I, if, if there is something to be at least, uh, is there if there's a ray of light in this dark, dark tunnel that is all these firings, then it's Jerry Briscoe. Now, the good thing about Jerry Briscoe's uh, firing is that he's also okay with it because I, I would assume that being of his advanced age, uh, he just wants to rest. So, para retirement naren for him, and I think it was more of a mercy being done by Vince than you know something unjust. Uh, also, forgot to mention, IRS was also fired as a producer. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, his, IRS, his son, Tunda, father of Brian. Yeah, his sons are still working with WWE anyway. So. Yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. All right. Okay, let's move on to happier stuff, the man. Um, I think this was from the other day or yesterday. We woke up to the news that Sasha Banks will be in The Mandalorian Season 2. So uh, somebody on Twitter said that Sasha is now officially at the intersection of two of the most toxic fan bases that be pro wrestling <laughs> and Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> I, I've never seen um, The Mandalorian. I'm, yeah, not a, actually... I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. Okay, I've only ever seen the first episode. It's my time to shine. Okay, go for it. Go for it. Okay, so, so, okay. your thoughts? Because I have my thoughts on the big pictures. Okay, so Star Wars wise, Sasha Banks is rumored to be okay. Perfect. So now TV, um, and this is what I read online as well. She's supposed to be Sabine Wren, who is a Jedi wizard of sorts. So if you watched the uh, trailer, it mentions the Jedi's fighting against the Mandalorian from way, way back. This is pre, pre prequels, even pre New Hope, pre Empire Strikes Back. So during this time, ito na yung nangyari, diba? So there's this epic war between the Mandalorians and the Jedi, and Sabine Red is supposed to be this mythical character. She was also rumored to be a Sokatano, for those of you who watch Clone Wars. Pero, yeah, Stevie, interesting because Sabine Ren was a Mandalorian in Rebels, I think. You might be right, Stevie. Di ako caught up sa Mandalorian as a Clone Wars. But that, that being said, she's supposed to play an important role and not just a cameo because from way back, diba, out of the four horsewomen, uh, Sasha's on the Mandalorian now. See, Becky Lynch was also on Billions before she got pregnant. And Charlotte Flair also did a few episodes or one episode of Vikings, the, the History Channel show. So, yeah, the one that ended on. Right? So, you can really see that these ladies, while they are bona fide wrestlers, are spreading their wings into actual other fan bases, into bigger fan bases. Yeah, um, big picture wise, uh, what I have, uh, what I've always thought about Sasha, and this is dating back to WrestleMania 32, pa. Like I always saw her as the one with Dwayne Johnson potential, 
And I'm not the only one who's been saying this. A lot of people, even before me, have been saying that if there was somebody who was gonna break out for from those four women, or at the time that look, si Bailey na sa NXT pa. If there was one of them who was gonna break out into the mainstream and become a big superstar on the same level as The Rock, it would be Sasha Banks. It's because of her charisma, personality, her association with Snoop Dogg because they're their family. Um, nandun eh. And I was really disappointed back in WrestleMania 32 when Sasha didn't win that championship because uh, from from uh, all intents and purposes, she looked like she was going to win. Even yeah, the presentation of the entrance. But she brought out Snoop Dogg for that entrance. So <laughs> prime Nasha to win and then she doesn't win the championship. I, I, I honestly thought that if Sasha had that big mania moment in 2016, she would have probably already been the female rock to some extent today. But here we are, 2020, uh, it hasn't happened. I hope that this Mandalorian appearance will be her Scorpion King. I hope that's, that's, that's her Scorpion King moment. Yeah, it's going to take some time for her to get to The Rock's level. Because The Rock wasn't even The Rock until, what, how many years into his Hollywood career? So I'm not seeing it as much as you do. But I hope that uh, I'm proven wrong. Because who doesn't want any success for our people in the wrestling business, right? For sure, yeah. Uh, Happy Palinis TV in uh, si Rosario, Rosario Dawson was cast as a Sokotana. Thank you, yeah. Stevie. If Stevie and Camus were here, especially Camus, they would have corrected me by now. But yes, that's who apparently she's playing. So guys, if you missed Camus, tweet niya siya, at Caveman Camus. Tell him that na missed him. Tell him to come back. Lang. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Please do that. All right. Uh, let's move on to Ronda Rousey since we're going from one mainstream name to another. Let's talk about Ronda because uh, photos came out this week of her training in the ring with the daughter of the late great Rowdy Roddy Piper. Your thoughts, yeah, guys? Uh, I don't know. Um, the was Did she give birth? I, I can't remember. No, I can't I remember. So, but that was what she was trying to do, right? That's yep. why she took time off. So I don't yeah, know. Instead, si Becky na buntis. Yeah. So, uh, um, maybe it means she's coming back. I don't know. She still has a contract left to fulfill. Uh, people want to see her back, so maybe it's gonna happen. Yeah. So, with regards to Ronda starting a family, it was sidelined by a horrific injury she encountered. Uh, yeah. 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 The taping of the Fox show 911 or SWAT. I can't remember which Fox show. It was, that it was an action scene and she nearly lost a finger. I said, my picture shot where her finger was barely hanging on. Yep. Like by a <laughs> ligament or something. So, naturally, baby. So, so she had to take time off. Had to take time off and we go uh, deal with farm life with her husband Travis Brown. Uh, and now, apparently, I think she's ready to be back. I've always known that she was gonna come back. Like the money is too big. Maybe that's where the money's going. It might be going to Ronda. Uh, it maybe and the opportunity to wrestle, which is something she's looked forward to. That's why she brought in Shafir and Justin Duke and Oy, Shayla. Oh, my favorite ni Lansian. Oh, well, what's up yet? Bakit hindi na siya magbigay ng halo-halo? Eh. <laughs> I've always felt that she liked wrestling more than she liked MMA. So yeah, I agree that she'll she was always gonna come back, 
And oh, uh, enough time has passed. I think uh, I'm looking forward to having her back. Yeah, I even think if she a... comes out to crickets, because there's no one. Everyone is coming out to crickets, right? I'm, I feel like they're going to save her like they're saving Brock. Yeah, like, true. There have true. been reports that WWE is scouting other locations outside of Florida. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, if that said, maybe they're not with, they're within shooting distance of actually having fans in the stands again. Right? And if that happens, that's when they bring up people like Brock and Ronda. That's I'm with Chino on this one. Uh, before we get to our next point for tonight, Chino, may shoutouts ba tayo from Kumu? Yes, we have a bunch of people sending their love our way. Sabi Instagram, hello. Hi to you, Instagram. Also, thank you for the follow. Also, hey. saying what's up to Lipstick Running and the Geeky hey. Ones who sent us halo halos again. Oh my Boy, God. Thank you. Thank you. As well to Ford Will, Cashley, Levalos, Anton Cruz, Zandro, Marie Marie Mar, uh, Mark Joseph Duca, JC, Sebastian, Mel Mike, and Owen Castro. Hello to all of you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, thank you so much. Uh, for those of you na nagpo-follow Simon sa Kumu, please follow me na rin at Stancy on Kumu. So walang underscore. Yung underscore for Twitter and Instagram yan. But for Kumu, it's just at Stancy preparing something uh, special this October alongside our friends at Podcast Network Asia. Okay, uh, let's get to our next point, which um, I think Admin Angela was already asking about this uh, in the comment section. What do you think about the mystery woman on SmackDown? So, um, a few internet detectives have figured out that it looks like it's Carmella based on a tattoo that both the mystery woman and Carmella have on the same spot and the same arm. (laughs) (laughs) Now, people were saying it was Eva Marie, so uh, (laughs) although her hair is black now, I think. Yes, her hair is black. Yeah, so uh, I think Carmella's a super blonde now uh, to the point that she like is Lana Blonde. Yeah, like Lana Blonde. So uh, it's a good thing that they are reintroducing her this way. Nisha random uh, uh, surprise appearance on SmackDown, which probably won't get any big reaction. I mean, nobody gets reactions because we're in the Thunderdome, right? Yeah. So good thing that uh, they have some sort of plan for her, it seems like. Yeah, yeah that- then that they're doing vignettes again. But that's something that a lot of us were, have been clamoring for for years. Now, hey, let's have vignettes again so we can uh, give people a reason to care about stories or give people a reason to care about new wrestlers or returning wrestlers. So it, it's a step in the right direction, Bachino. Yes, but I also am cautious of the fact that because they're repackaging a particular wrestler, this might, especially a female wrestler, this might go the way of Emelina. Remember that? Yeah. Remember how yeah. That- for two weeks, and then oh. she went back to Emma. <laughs> Sana naman hindi. Sana they have a clear path going forward. Because Nobody knows this, to this day why that is. Yeah, right? Nobody knows happened. why they ditched Emmalina. Nobody knows what happened to the SmackDown hacker also. <laughs> so, oh, Sana naman. <laughs> the SmackDown hacker. Yeah, right? Nobody knows. stories of the year. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, Sana naman they have a clear path on what they want to do with Carmella. If it, if it is indeed Absolutely. 
Well, it is because kita ngayon tattoo. <laughs> hey, we're saying hi to Chili Willy who's uh, joining us in the comment section. Hello, Chili Willy. Uh, who has hey, also released, uh, who's also started his own podcast, uh, which aired yesterday on uh, Facebook Live. So I'm not sure if he's going to do that again next week. But uh, Boss Chili, Brother Chili, if you are doing another show, please drop it in the comments. We'll be happy to promote it for you. Yep. All right. Um, what else are we, talk, uh, are we talking about this week? Um, we've got news on uh, news coming in from Raw that Dominic Mysterio is in line for a big push. He's apparently impressed Vince McMahon enough that uh, despite the relative lack of experience, Dominic is set for some major storylines going forward, especially after how he performed at SummerSlam. And at this point, his status is he's top three or four babyface on Raw. That, that's a great thing. Yeah. Apparently, the, the babyface pool on Raw is pretty shallow that he is top uh, three or four. But to be fair, he, is, he was working a pretty high-profile spot with Seth Rollins and his father. So uh, it makes sense then that he is considered a top babyface. Actually, yeah. No, I love the push they're giving him. He went from, he went from random guy at the crowd to top babyface in what two months maybe less um yes okay he's the son of Rey mysterio okay but he's good he's good but he's, he's really actually good. no he's actually very good i i buy him as a face even if he does have to live sort of in the shadow of his dad but that yeah. comes with the territory because he's not even a year into the industry yet i'm sure uh Time will only tell what kind of legacy he le- leaves behind. But with where he is right now, I like his storyline. L- listen, Dominic Mysterio uh, was just was in a cage match uh, this week, right? Cage yeah. match yeah, yeah, with yeah. a former WWE champion, multiple time WWE champion in Seth Rollins, right? He was just in the he was in a cage match with a guy of that caliber. From being basically a nobody to being that, it's already incredible. And how about considering... that, how about that Murphy Elias uh, yeah. that Murphy Elias scene that people are just talking about on social media? I don't know because Murphy is pretty old and Elias <laughs> is pretty young. Um. I don't know. Um, I haven't seen any rumors or news on whether Aliyah is being groomed for a WWE anything. actually family. Can I just say, uh, oh. is the talent that shallow that they have to bring in relatives of wrestlers to wrestle? <laughs> <laughs> Well, they did fire that many people. So well, yeah. that's true. <laughs> but obviously, the answer is no. The roster is still very deep and stacked on every brand. Even uh, if you uh, factor in the fact that there are a fire, there are not Florida because of, uh, because of COVID. It's just that the booking has been so uninspired for a lot of people, especially on Raw. Especially on Raw, na someone like Dominic has vaulted his way into top three or four babyface status. So it's really more of an indictment uh, on on Raw booking more than anything. 
So since we're mentioning that, uh, let's let's talk about a couple of guys who are set to lose their pushes in Alistair Black and Andrade. So uh, the, the dirt sheets are reporting that uh, these two guys were Paul Heyman guys, and because Paul Heyman is no longer the head booker on Raw, uh, they're losing their push. And someone like Angel Garza is getting uh, a bit a bit a bit more of a push because Shane must type knee Vince. So your thoughts yeah, on Angel, this, guys? Yeah, Garza is apparently really looked at as a, a young Eddie Guerrero, which is good. I actually do see it. I've, I've said it myself when uh, Garza was on 205 Live and NXT. So sad lang that it had to take a guy like Heyman to prop up both Andrade and Aleister Black. Uh, you can already tell that they're kind of uh, meandering on the raw mid-card, especially Black, who is getting weird characters in... Um, this uh, blind guy who is apparently now a heel for no good reason, right? So, sayang talaga, sayang sila. Hello, people of the earth. This is Red, host of Bago Matulog with Red Olguero, wherein I don't use this voice. It's actually a late night show podcast thing, Namajigger. My guests are people who are very passionate about what they do, and we talk about that. And as you know, conversations are very awesome when you talk about doing what you love. So check it out on Spotify or wherever you hear your podcasts. Just search Bago Matulog with Red Olguero. Yeah, we're getting a question from the live comments. Any thoughts on Mandy Rose getting traded to Raw? Yeah, this one was pretty weird. This came out over the weekend. Tapos si Mandy mismo yung nag-announce through Instagram. And then people were thinking, shoot ba to or kayfabe ba? Uh, because she was ranting about The Miz. So, di ko rin gets kung bakit. No, 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 no. It was, she's no. With, uh, no okay, it was, it was announced by Miz on Talking Smack. Okay. Uh, Miz was co-hosting Talking Smack. He announced it just to, you know, mess with Otis's head. And now, obviously, it's a kayfabe trade if yeah. it actually goes through. Because say Miz is feuding, Miz, Miz and Morrison are feuding with uh, heavy machinery, right? Yeah. So that's pretty much it. No, announced that in, and uh, Mandy is debuting on Raw next week, so it's pretty much official. Yep. Yeah. So oh. I guess there you go. Long the LDR sila. Yeah, LDR sila. LDR sila. Oh, in the same place. They're technically in the same place, but. I guess, yeah. Yeah, it's not like it matters actually. Yeah. Whether you're on Raw or SmackDown, it doesn't really matter at this point because one, they're all in the Thunderdome. Two, yep. they're not even touring. So it's not like they're all going to be apart from one another. Okay, the, you're working Fridays, I'm working Mondays. You have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Big effing deal, right? Yep. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're, we're at a point where the brand designations don't matter again because Cesaro and Nakamura, who are the SmackDown tag champions, are showing up on Raw. Yep. Uh, talagang, I mean, it, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna talk about Ivar's uh, injury now. He got injured last week on that suicide dive squad that you probably all saw. So that is another team off the division, especially now where teams are breaking up left and right. Um, still a bad move, by the way. Yeah, still a bad move. And now that you don't have the Viking Raiders, uh, you've got the Street Profits having to challenge Nakamura and Cesaro. And I don't know where the tag division is going anymore. It's especially bad on Raw. If I were them, I would just give it to the to the Hurt business, just so uh, Cruz and Ricochet could challenge them for it. Yeah. Um, let's roll back a bit to Mandy Rose, and and I forgot. Maybe, and I'm just gonna say that maybe this is their way of pushing 
um, for Otis's Money in the Bank briefcase thing. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever happened. Because he had, he's had the thing for nearly a year now, right? If I'm correct, if I'm wrong. Almost no. a year. See, Otis? No, yeah. no. He won it in April. Well, April. See, 2020 feels like a year. That's why. <laughs> uh, he's had it for quite some time. And what a nangyayari, diba? So yeah. he's been using it to keep sandwiches and whatnot. It's just, it's funny. But I mean, the the the, the briefcase is a plot device uh, that has been utilized um, somewhat well in the past. And for it to be in the hands of Otis, who is a comedy wrestler, for lack of a better term, um, means that they might have something planned for it moving on, which is why I feel like this is why they're killing the Mandy Rose Otis story. Um, now, with the Hurt business, they're actually involved with Retribution now. They've taken a sort of, of face role, quote-unquote face role, against Retribution after volunteering to take care of uh, Retribution during Raw. Technically, they didn't volunteer. They said Adam Pierce will build you. Yeah. Well, we don't do we don't I know we don't do work we don't work for free. The I think is oh. what they said, right? Okay, sorry. So yes, so now they're feuding with retribution. But yes, I agree. They need those tag titles so badly just to legitimize that stable. Yeah, yeah. sobrang weird rin na the Hurt Business is going after retribution when they're trying to clearly establish the Hurt Business as a dominant heel group. So to have them go up against another group na inga, mga outsiders. Who get their own graphic, by the way? How do these rebels from from outside get their own fucking graphic? <laughs> no feeling, ko, feeling, ko, yung yung graphic artist in the retribution. Inak nila yung ano, yung Titan Tron. Bahadun pumunta yung hacker SmackDown. Ah, hacker SmackDown. upload upload graphic ni retribution dun sa Titan Tron. I also want to point out how problematic the camera work has been in WWE the last couple of weeks. Uh, yung segment where Retribution stormed the ring and they beat up Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre. Sobrang nakakahilo yung camera work. And I, I barely know my camera work as a mascot major. Pero I know enough to say na that's really bad camera work. Even if sabihin mo na hinak kasi ng tao ng Retribution yung cameras, that doesn't fly with me. Why do I say this? Go back to last week when the Mysterio family went ape-ish on Buddy Murphy and hit him with a kendo stick like he was a human piñata same camera work sobra nakakahilo cut 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 zoom 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 parang hello let it sink in if you want an example of good camera work during a violent match uh, look at yung parking lot fight from Dynamite earlier yep uh, uh, private party uh, private party today best friends versus best Santana friend, and Ortiz friend. yeah uh, it, it was a great a, a great match Ning camera work did not take away from the violence I don't understand why that's so hard to to uh, to, to process. No, apparently uh, Kevin Dunn is a big fan of his camera work. I don't know why he's a big fan of it. Um, he surely he's he's have seen the, the all the comments on the internet about how bad and seizure inducing it is. So I don't think they're gonna change anytime soon. But you're free to complain. You're free to keep complaining. I I feel like this has been brought about by the lack of fans. Um, because with the way they cut this, it's like they're trying to make things or make the story move quicker. Um, so when you don't have, they do the same thing in action movies. When you don't have time to let things sit, you don't have time to overthink about how there are no fans, how they, how they're in a confined space, 
Tapos parang walang social distancing. Ganun. So it's, oh, I feel like this is what he was after. Like he wanted to treat it like an action movie or like a taped, um, taped TV series instead of it being a live product. Not even action movies from America are this dizzy, you know? So I don't know exactly who he learned it from. Yeah, like the bad B movie action movies. A bad B movie, sure. Yeah, yeah. So you can get a guy Is that really your peg for WWE? <laughs> he wants the tempo to increase. And you can only yeah. do so much with, with the time. Again, this is just a theory. I'm not Kevin Dunn here. Pero of course, yeah, yeah. It's it could be shoddy camera work. It what, could be so yeah. much better. It's what they teach you to do when you want to uh, when you want to speed things up. You you use camera clips. Right. Okay, last couple of points here before we get to uh, New Japan talk. Uh, let's talk about NXT. A uh, couple of things here. First off, uh, Wade Barrett is officially part of NXT's commentary team. Hey. So he signed a hey. one-year contract, so congratulations to Wade Barrett. Um, you know, I, I'm happy he's there. I love what he brings to the, to the table. And while yeah. I'm sad that I'm not hearing Nigel and Morrow regularly, Wade Barrett is not a bad, um, not a bad get. Definitely not. Definitely not. And yeah, no, I love I love what I've been hearing. I've, I love what yeah, I've been okay. hearing from Wade, and I love how they signed him permanently. Um, and yeah, all the best to him. Yeah. Uh, we also have a Gauntlet Eliminator match happening on NXT next Wednesday, uh, US time. And if you're familiar with Ultima Lucha from Lucha Underground, basically the same Aztec concept. Aztec Warfare. Aztec Warfare. Ah, sorry, yeah, yeah, Aztec Warfare. Sorry, it's, it's been a while. Aztec Warfare or locally Path of Cold. From yep. PWR, Which uh, we same rules, <laughs> same concept. Yeah, so Lucha Underground did it first. We jacked it at PWR, and NXT figured it out. So you know, the you mga battle royals, uh, I'm not sure. I wouldn't say. I, would, yeah. I couldn't say. Yeah, I think that's where they got it from. Anyway, might be mistaken. It should be a fun main event for next week for sure. Uh, that begs the question, since Chris Jericho brought this up this week. Should NXT move to Tuesday's US time? Because the schedule of NXT is Wednesday, right? Because it's with AEW. And right now, here in the Philippines, we're getting both on Thursday morning. And it's really hard to catch both shows on the same day. Especially the time before the pandemic, now we all had our, our office jobs and everything. So what do you think, guys? Uh, should NXT adjust and move to a Tuesday schedule? It's yeah, interesting. It's interesting you bring this up because in a previous video from uh, the internet uh, it was discussed with Vince about moving NXT to a Tuesday like they've been doing however Vince immediately shot the idea down saying why did we put even put it on TV in the first place so meaning our intention with NXT was to put it up against aew that's his been that's his that's been his point from the very beginning. Um, so uh, I I don't know if it is happening. If we want it to happen, it's another thing. Uh, yeah, that was news last week. So he really wanted to go up against Dynamite. But at this point, Jericho is right in saying, uh, as I was saying before the show started, right? No matter how good NXT is, how good the wrestling is, how good the writing is, compared to your worst uh, AEW Dynamite episode, the fact that AEW is the current golden child of the wrestling fandom right now is always going to put it over NXT. So at this point, if I were Vince, I would cut the losses. I see that NXT is doing a much better job 
on Tuesday nights. I put it there, get the in yeah, get the extra viewers and be happy. Just collect the money. Uh, this way, wala hana magagawa, wala hana magagawa about the fans who love an AEW. You're not gonna change their minds. Um, your entire behavior, how you treat people, is not gonna change their minds about AEW. So it's not a them problem. It's a Vince problem. Yeah, and you take a look at the star power, but AEW has the likes of Chris Jericho, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega. Uh, mo. I mean, I, I don't want to disrespect Finn Balor, the Undisputed Era, Gargano, Champa, all those guys. But Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, dun palang eh. Uh, it, the, uh, the name value there kind of gives AEW the edge. And I'm no, you're really absolutely right. This. You're absolutely right. I was thinking about it earlier, and I was wondering who, what each brand had to put up against the other. And even though the wrestling from the Performance Center from the WWE is generally more tighter and more polido. Uh, you really do have the big indie names on AEW. So the big Japan names, the big indie names. Oh, John uh, Moxley, pa. I didn't Former, former WWE names, right? Or former big WWE names. So, talagang panalo ang AEW when it comes to star power. Chino, any final thoughts on this? Oh, I already gave my thoughts, so... Okay. Okay. All right. Sige, sige. So there, uh, those are our thoughts. Kayo, let, let us know because we, we are curious to know what you think if NXT should stay on Wednesday nights or if they should move on Tuesdays, if that's even an uh, option. People are saying, Ezekiel Roskachida is saying that NXT should be on Thursday because Impact is on Tuesday. Brother, Impact is not beating NXT anywhere. No. <laughs> my friend. My friend. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> because he watches Impact. <laughs> yeah, I catch Impact what? After the show, so we, we, no yeah, one... we catch impact on demand. Yeah, free on the impact app. Uh, yeah. USA is bigger than Access TV. Sorry, that's just the way it is. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, Chino. Any Kumu shoutouts on your end? Yes, we do have a few. A bunch of guys joined us on the stream. Sabani Prince, RJC. Um, they wait. Hold on. The tag team titles should be merged as well as the Raw and SmackDown women's titles. Thoughts, guys? I'm okay with the tag championships being merged right now just because there isn't much going on to divisions, but I want to keep the women's championship separate. Because the women's divisions are still kind of deep. Yeah. Right. Uh, I don't agree, actually, with unifying the tag team championships because uh, I'm a stickler for brand identity. Uh, I'm not. The answer is to not uh, merge the titles, but to deepen the tag team divisions. Yes, and okay. agree ag- agree with the women's division. Uh, they're so both pretty deep. They've done actually a good job of keeping it. Quite uh, major deep, naman. Not super deep, but a major deep enough to have its own set of contenders. Yeah, I agree. Like I, I want to keep it separate as yeah, well. Here's a solution. Don't break up tag teams. Yep. No. So Stevie from the Geeky Ones is actually shouting out to Chili Willy. Sabanya ah, memories of the Art of War episode with Chili Willy. Hey. That was I a long time for sure. That was a long, long time ago. Long, long time ago. Si podcast. Kevin Depp just followed us on Kumu. Thank you for the follow. And yes, also to Logan01. Thank you for all the follows, guys. Saying what's up to It's Your Girl Kayang. Peter Tabugal, Young John, Looks Super James SP, Dana Green, J Station, June Ray, June Ray Chan, 
and Michael Resu. Hello to all of you. Thank you for joining us tonight. Hey. All right. Are you a big sports fan? If so, make sure to listen to Off the Record with me, Mix Bustos. Together, we'll get up close and personal with the biggest names in the sports industry. Check it out after listening to this episode. Off the Record is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other major podcast platforms thanks to Podcast Network Asia. Catch you guys on my show. Okay, let's talk about New Japan because we've got the lineup for this year's G1 Climax. Sobrang delayed niya because normally G1 season is between July and August. Obviously, we're in mid-September, so it's, it's, it's different. Again, thank you, coronavirus. But we're really happy that we're still getting a G1 Climax, even ako as a New Japan casual. And I just gotta say, congratulations to friend of the podcast, Jeff Cobb, for the New Japan contract. Uh, hey. I've been talking about it. I think it's as good as official. So congrats, uh, Kuya Jeff. Congrats, congrats, congrats. So that being oh, said, Jeff Cobb is in Block A of this year's G1 Climax. So kasama niya sa Block A are Kazuchika Okada, Kota Ibushi, Shingo Takagi, Jay White, Tomohiro Ishii, Minoru Suzuki, my guy, uh, Taichi, Will Ospreay, and Yujiro Takahashi. And then in Block B, you've got Hiroshi Tanahashi, Tetsuya Naito, who's the double champ once again, Zack Sabre Jr., Evil, Hiroki Goto, Kenta, Toru Yano, Sanada, the returning Juice Robinson, and Yoshihashi. So the quality of talent on both rost on both pools is pretty deep, uh, pretty high. But I would give the slight edge to Block A. Look at that! Look at that lineup, man. Uh, napaka walang tapon except for Yujiro. But even you know, even on a good day, Yujiro can be good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, I'm I'm kind of sad now. Obviously, we don't have um somebody like uh John Moxley in the yes. G1 this year. Who is diba? still the U.S. champion, right? Yeah, yeah, he is still the U.S. champion. Yeah. Last year, people were super excited that uh, Mox was in the G1, Jeff Cobb was in the G1, uh, but now um Will Osprey is in the G1. Uh, is this his first time, ba? Tama ba? First time uh, as no. a heavy? Uh, someone would have to fact check us, but I don't think so. But okay, let me fact check that right now. Yeah, because I know that they're making a big deal out of it uh, on social media with Jay White and Will Ospreay going at it some mga interviews. Yeah, also, didn't Will Ospreay announce that he was resting as a heavyweight now? I don't yeah, know how exactly. long. I don't yeah, know yeah, how yeah, long. Right. It's his first yeah. G1. Yeah, that's correct. It's his first G1. Right. So it's, it's Ospreay's first G1. That's a big deal. That's worth talking about for sure. And I, I do agree with you, Rona. Uh, block A is still pretty stacked, even with a lot of the um, normal big names from from outside of Japan uh, coming in. Uh, I guess I'm happy for you, Jiro, that they're continuing this whatever push he's getting <laughs> as a result of that single speed with Okada. You know, um, guys. Yeah, he's not bad. He's not yeah. trash. Yeah, he's not trash. Yeah. Uh, what about Block B? I think it's block weird that Naito and Evil are in the same block. Block B is still pretty good. Uh, the thing that is, you got a bunch of a couple of guys who are willing to work the the quote unquote boring heel style in Evil and Kenta. So there is that. Pero all in all, everyone can go. I think uh, as long as everyone is willing to go. It's just that that's why I said slight edge to Block A. I expect the man that everything is going to be good quality. Okay, who do we think is winning this? Because the G1 Climax is as good as 
the Royal Rumble when it, when it comes to New Japan. So whoever comes out of this is most likely going to be in the main event storyline heading into uh, January's Wrestle Kingdom. So who's going to win this year's G1 Climax? At this point, I can't say. Really. I'm gonna, looking at both blocks. I'm going to wager a guess and say Hiroshi Tanahashi. Just because I remember that the very start of this whole weirdness, he was teasing a feud with Naito, right after Naito won the belt. And I don't think they pushed through with that. So they might do that right now. It might be a thing, especially so close to uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Right. Uh, Jackie in the comment section is asking if there's misconduct controversy pa rin ba si Will Ospreay. I think there's one, right? Dating yep. back to the Speaking Out movement when it uh, blew up nung, nung June earlier this year. Yeah, he was uh, out there as an enabler. So that's pretty much uh, what it is. Yeah. And as somebody who blackballed people in the uh, British indie scene. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, I don't really know who to predict. Uh, I, you know, if if Evil had not turned on the on on Lij nitong New Japan Cup, I would have bet on someone from Lij like Sanada to win the G One. But clearly, they can't have another Lij guy turn on Naito, right? Like, I don't think that's how New Japan would do things. They're more focused on long term booking. So, major short sighted if they had Evil defect to the Bullet Club, and then now uh, another guy suddenly defects out of Lij. Then, so uh, it, it'll be kind of weird. That being said. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really I know will, who to pick. I will say that Evo might make it to the finals. Uh, either block sure. finals or uh, finals finals. What if Jay White wins this year? What the? I don't know. What uh, if Toru Just throwing out names now? <laughs> I'd rather let it play out this time because I cannot hazard a guess. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, uh, this, this will be tough. I don't want to be the dumb guy who just throws names out because Chino just called me out for it. So uh, what I will recommend, <laughs> what I will recommend is that you check out uh, Stephen Tan's article on SmartHenry.com when it comes out later tonight. Yep, he's breaking yep. down this year's G1 lineups, and I'm sure he's got a prediction there. So check it out, abanganyo at SmartHenry.com. Okay, ba? Yeah. Yes. 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 Okay. Stevie will know better. Yeah, Stevie will probably know. Okay. Anything else that we got to talk about before we get out of here? Mm-hmm. I think we're done. We're wrapping up mm-hmm. the whole thing. The whole... NXT UK is coming back tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's so right. Something to look forward to. Yeah, the Heritage Crown Tournament is happening. Oh, it's, wow. uh, eight guys, British rounds rules. So uh, three, three, three two-minute rounds, I believe. Uh, we're th- throwing it back to the world of sport days. Uh, let me see if we can pull up the bracket. If there is a bracket, I'm, I'm not sure if there's a bracket. Alam ko lang merong isang TBA. Alam ko, oh, uh, it's uh, interesting though that they have uh, all. A lot of companies are putting out all these quote-unquote traditional wrestling-style matches. Yeah, walang bracketology for this, so we'll have to see. I think uh, the winner might be. I don't know. I have the I have the list of competitors. <laughs> yeah. All right, here are your uh, participants. You've got Flash Morgan Webster, Noam Dar, Alexander Wolf, A Kid, Dave Mastiff, 
Trent Seven and Joseph Connors. So seven Pulo names mid, yun, and then yung Pulo eight is a TBA. Eh. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so guys, I, I haven't uh, really been following NXT UK. I'm just excited to see Big Dominic again. Okay, how <laughs> do you... <laughs> I'm going to pick Dave Massive. I'll yeah. pick Dave Massive for this one. How do you guys feel about this sort of wrestling? So, diba, there no ROH style. This, this is the thing now. I'm pretty sure this is, isn't the last of it. What do you mean this oh, I'm, I'm curious enough to check out British Rules because I've never really seen World of Sport. I've only heard of it. I haven't seen a full um, British Rules match. I think the closest we've probably seen it ourselves is the Manila Rules match ng MWF. And right. at the time, you know, not not to not to take a dump on MWF and the people over there, but it wasn't the most captivating match for me. So right. I hope that the experience of watching British Rules match changes that. I've yeah. actually watched old World World of Sport videos. The experience is definitely different. I don't know if they're gonna do it the same way here, because they're modern in WWE style. So maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Uh, just expect something different because. Uh, it's not going to be your typical uh, Western match. There, uh, it's two out of three falls, uh, three rounds. So you're going to see matches or rounds end with uh, anti-climax sometimes, uh, random moves sometimes. Be prepared for that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, shout out to Ezekiel and Kevin in the comment section who are telling us you two big matches uh, for tomorrow's episode. You've got Piper Niven. Challenging Kaylee Ray for the NXT UK Women's Championship. I'm I'm excited for that. And Ilya Dragunov challenges Big Dominic for the NXT UK Championship. Oh, it's happening right away. Okay, nice. Yep. Well, they've been oh, building they up have... for it, naman eh. Right. I have been no, build up na talaga. Yeah. Right. So there. Uh, that's gonna be on our wrestling diet for tomorrow, tomorrow morning, whenever you watch it. That's why I see a big dude do it. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, there you have it. Uh, that's it for the wrestling talk for this week. Shepard, my picks of the week. Parin kami. Uh, before we do that, any last Kumu shout outs, Chino? Uh, a few. Saying what's up to the last few followers, or sorry, watchers of this stream. Saying what's up to Mary Roselle Robrea, who is now following us. What's up to you? Thank you too for the follow. What's up also to your Malo, Spin Sanada, and a cell phone number I would not like to dictate on air. That cell phone number, she. Oh, <laughs> apparently, apparently, you can use your cell phone number as a username. So what's up to you? <laughs> hello, 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 etc. 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 Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. So uh, there, there are people commenting na baka hindi pa bukas yung match ni Ilya Dragunov and Big Dominic. So ako, I'll, I'll just be on standby. Whenever that happens, it happens and I'll catch it. All right. Let's get to our picks of the week. And if you're new to the podcast, this is our favorite match or segment or or documentary or video na wrestling related that we caught this week. Um, before any of the shows happened this week, I was going to say na pick ko yung You Cannot Kill David Arquette. I was able to catch it over the weekend. It's really great. Daming cameos. Uh, but yeah, um, I, I'll probably talk about that next week na lang Because my pick is the parking lot fight from Dynamite So you can see it in my background That's the middle finger of Sue, Trent's mom Probably <laughs> one of the better non-playing characters over the last uh, couple of years And um, I, I really enjoyed it Yung, yung lahat ng ginawa nila from the, the camera work to the actual violence 
uh, it elicited so much genuine raw emotion out of me na, na I, I was yelling P.I. at all the dangerous spots. Yung sledgehammer na binato ni Ortiz dun sa windshield. Tapos umilag lang talaga si Chuck at the last second. Nagulat din ako dun. Um, all the hits dun sa cars, the, the trash cans, or the uh, basuran. These are things I want to do in the video games. Now, we could never do because for some reason, WWE 2K could never figure it out sa game engines nila. And I don't know when they'll be able to figure it out, but if they ever do, I hope that this matches the peg because they really made the most out of the environment there. Yep. It was really right. fun. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So good. Uh, NXT UK isn't the only thing that's back this week. Ring of Honor is also back with a TV show. They finally managed to start tapings. And they've started their 16-man pure championship tournament, which is all contested under pure rules. Special set of rules designed to uphold the integrity, if you will, of pure pro wrestling. You should go watch that. And my pick of the week is uh, the main event from this week, Jonathan Gresham versus Wheeler Utah. Really, really good. Uh, I'm a sucker for that kind of wrestling. Uh, it's free if you go want to go watch it. It's free on fight. It's free wherever you want to. You don't have to pay anything to go watch that. So if you're looking for a kind of a different and major old school throwback, uh, wrestling feel. Go watch this week's Ring of Honor show. Right. Okay. Uh, my pick of the week, uh, in honor of my guesting on Battle Ninety Spot, which you can watch right now on Mint TV. It's up on Mint TV on Facebook, also up on Spotify. You can check that out. Uh, actually, goes to a little, and in honor of our guest Paroke the Edgar, actually goes to. WWE Timeline. It's a 43-40 minute documentary out now on the WWE Network and wherever you get your wrestling torrents uh, from. It's actually... Wow. It's actually a... Hey, speak for yourself, pirate. Okay, okay. wow. Okay, really now. You want to go there? No, I, okay. I pirate. I'm, okay. I'm not ashamed of it. No, but... Well, it's great because for a lot of guys out there who weren't alive or watching wrestling during the time of uh, Razor Ramon, of Randy Savage, of Ric Flair during his heyday, this is where you can catch up on all the significant or most of the significant storylines that happened. Basically, what they do is create a supercut of the significant events leading up to the match itself. I was able to catch uh, the Randy Savage versus Ric Flair from back in 1993, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. This was before Brandy Savage ended up, or after the break of the superpowers. Okay. Mega powers. Mega powers, Mega power. sorry. Uh, when when Randy became his uh, uh, jealous self with, around Miss Elizabeth, and Ric Flair was just the band. Like the swagger this dude has, the heelishness he brought to the table, that was peak Ric Flair right there. So uh, it's worth watching if you're too lazy to read what happened on Wikipedia or wherever. Let's just check that out. It's only 30 minutes out of your day. And it's great stuff, guys. It's definitely a trip. Also saying what's up to Onals, who just sent us two Halo Halos. Oy, Thank salamat. you, Onals. Thanks, Onals. Thanks, man. Yeah. One so day, we'll have a WWE timeline then about the anonymous Raw general manager. <laughs> Saying Balang hey ano. also to Joshua Mendoza. Hey, man. 
Thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning Oy, in. Oi, salamat, salamat. Thank you. Uh, don't forget to keep following us wherever uh, you find us on social media. Shyempre sa Kumu, it's at Wrestling Wrestling Pod. For me on Kumu, it is at Stan C, walang underscore. Uh, but for everywhere else, for the podcast, it is at Wrestling 2 xpod on Twitter, at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Facebook, and on Instagram. Tapos for us indiv- individually, ito na, may underscore, at underscore Stan C. For Ro, at Ro is War. For Chino, at Chino Supersized. And for Camus, please tell them to come back at Caveman Camus. Uh, any plugs, Chino, Ro? Yes. I am actually doing, I plugged this on the Wednesday episode of the podcast, the Barack and Edgar one. But I'm still going to push it because Saturday push it. If you up, if you guys are up early on a Saturday morning, I'm doing Yo. some stand up with some friends from New York City, actual New York, not New York Koval. New York Koval. Yeah, you can do some stand up with them uh, at 8 a.m. So bright and early. If you guys have nothing aga. to do it. Aga, aga talaga. But then you go where the work is, do ah. Kasi ko 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 Okay na, alis na ako eh. But ite, so I have to. So it's stay where I am right now and, and do the work. And it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm doing it with the same guys I talked politics with from the uh, Comedians Abroad podcast. So there we go. Also, a new episode of Class Town is out. It's with Sam O, brother J. Paul Hernandez, and James Karaan. We talk religion on this one. It's I'm very proud of this episode. I suggest you go listen to it. This is the right. only episode I'm proud of. You know, my episodes. Oh, one, oh. One, 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 uh-huh. This one is special. You had Stan on your show. Oh, my. <laughs> Stan is okay, but this is better. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. How about you? Uh, just going to plug my Twitch stream account, my Twitch account again. Uh, it's still twitch.tv slash shang underscore daddy, S-H-A-N-G underscore D-A-D-D-Y. What am I doing? I'm still playing old games. Um, I'm playing uh, Final Fantasy VII, the original, trying to get through the story mode because I've never finished it. I might play later tonight. And this weekend, I'm going to stream my first, not my first ever, but uh, the first ever on the stream, first ever D&D session with my friends. Oh. So no one's going to be in blackface. Nice to know na wala kayong ano, na wala kayong senior Chang sa, wala, sa crew niyo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, for me, go check out On Deck. That's my radio podcast. And uh, this week, I had Leo on the show. Uh, my friend hey. from Mellow 94.7, former weekend DJ great over guy, there. Now, uh, caster in the world of esports, part of the pioneer coverage team ng 2019 SEA Games dun sa esports. So, we get to talk about his career. Great conversation with him. And... Um, uh, follow me again at Stancy on Kumu because we're doing something between Podcast Network Asia and Kumu for the month of October. And uh, just gotta say, pala, uh, na we're so thankful to everybody who bought over on Lazada nung 99 sale last week. Yeah. Everybody who used our links, Chino's link, my link. Thank you, thank you so much to everybody. Uh, sobrang uh, laking tulong for us because it helps keep the podcast alive, gives us a reason to keep doing this, and uh, may pambayad din kami ng bills namin, uh, <laughs> especially in the time of the pandemic. So malaking tulong siya, promise, promise. So thank you so say, much. I think we can say that everyone who used the podcast link, not just our podcast, but the whole podcast network Asia links, uh, you guys raised a million using our links. So we can say that. So thank yeah, you yeah, yeah. For, uh, for indulging yourselves. And indulging in some retail therapy. 
14 oh, yeah. million 14 million na lang matatapatan na natin yung feel health guys. Sana na kuha niyo na yung ano yung pinamili niyo. Yeah, yung iba nandiyan na, yung iba uh, yeah. not not I got it. to see. Now, okay. yeah. Good. But yeah, uh, we have a Lazada link still actually. Uh, and yeah, if you want to yeah. check out, um, if, if you want to uh, put some more money in our pocket, which you know I, I hope you, you'd like to keep doing, uh, go check out our Twitter and Instagram at Wrestling2XPod on Twitter, at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. That's where we put the links. So click that before you go to the app or to the site. And then, you know, um, as soon as you check something out and that item gets delivered to your doorstep, we get a small cut out of that. So uh, thanks again to everybody. Also, our links, our personal links, Stan and I's links are still active. They are still working. So if you guys want to, if you guys need anything from Lazada, the I just bought mask, uh, mask extenders because I have a fat face. That's one of the things I bought during 99. Oh, it's like a thin, sovereign life changer. I, I, I know we have to wrap up. But it's a thin piece of plastic with tiny hooks where you can So instead of the mask going on your ear, it goes on the thing. Okay. And it actually fits your face now, which wow. is perfect. So all these things you can find on Lazada. And if you do, please use my code tinyurl.com slash classclownxlazada. That's it. Alright, so yeah, but begin on the chino na he put it. You're not reading the chat. Digo ni malaling code kay. Yeah, I think it's tinyurl.com slash on deck X Lazada. That's what you're wrestling wrestling. That's probably that, yeah. And then tinyurl.com slash wrestling wrestling X Lazada. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably it. Yeah, sounds about right. Okay. What a douchebag. Oh, number two pa rin ako. Pare, number two pa rin ako. Okay, anyway, uh, that's it for us. We gotta get out of here. Uh, thank you to everybody from Podcast Network Asia for helping us present the podcast to you and bring it to you um, every week. Twice a week now, actually. Uh, special shout out to Babyface producer Nikai Locanias for putting this all together in post. And thank you for all the halo-halos and the lechons and everything you've been sending our way. We will catch you again next week. Falaba! That's happening Thursday hey. on the audio-only version. And then we've got your normal wrestling talk as well later in the week. So watch out for that. Until then, on behalf of Babyface producer Nikai and Ro Moran and Chino Liao and the indisposed Raf Camus, my name is Tan C and we are out of here. Peace! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.